Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Come on. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. Bring them out, bring them out. Yeah. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey. We're gonna talk about a few things uh, since I've talked with you last week. Uh, a lot of things have happened. I'm just getting back from Virginia as of last night, so so bear with me. Uh, if not. Yeah, hard hitting sports with Mark McMillan and Brian Evans. Uh, Ray Ray's show is on, so that's pretty shows sure you can check out. But this will be a good show. It'll be fun. It'll move by fast. Talk about a lot of things going around the sports world. Talk about what's going on in Denver with the uh, the head coach, the new head coach, the young new head coach, and Jay Cutler. Talk about uh basketball, a little March Madness, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Talk about some uh, Phoenix Suns. They've they've done well since we talked last time. Mm-hmm. Also, we'll talk about the Cardinals and Anquan. I want to focus a little bit more on Anquan because I'm trying to figure out why this guy haven't got done. Again, we're live here on the Voice America Sports Network. If you want to call in, the number is 1-888-346-9144. 1-888-346-9144. Uh, football, they got Dana Point, California. We have the owners and coaches meeting uh, a lot of changes that's going on in the NFL, which leads me to say that I think the football has now become a soap opera. It should be coming on right behind Days of Our Lives and, and, and shows like that. There's uh, too much drama involved. So you admit you watch those? No, I'm just knowing <laughs> I'm just knowing it's that type of show. But, but doing the football, it's, it's, it's a drama now. They can't – it's to generate more money. It's all business now. It's the uh, rules of tackling if you're on the ground – Defensively, if you're on the ground and you're trying to make a play, you can't defensively mm-hmm. launch at somebody's legs. And it's not to hurt them, it's just to make a play for your team. You can't do that anymore. And I think I'm going to call that the Tom Brady rule because that's how Tom Brady got hurt. Um, you can't lead with your shoulders. Now, I got fined probably um, my first year in San Diego. I got fined for making a hit that I was I was already zeroed in the guy to make the tackle. It wasn't anything more but to separate him from the ball or to make a play for my team so we can uh, get our offense back on the field or make a play defensively. But the opponent was stumbling, so he has lowered his head down, which lead us to have a head-to-head contact, and I'm the one to end up getting fined, but he got knocked out for two or three weeks. I don't agree with these rulings. It's only to generate money. I don't agree with if you're on the ground aggressively trying to make a play and you have an offensive line, a guy on you uh, in any position that you can't make a play from the ground because uh, you got to protect the uh, opponents, which probably most likely is the quarterback, trying to protect his knees or his legs or his well-being. And they pay these guys a lot of money to just sit in the pocket. Defensively, as a defensive back, you can't touch the receiver after five yards as you're running backwards and they're running full speed forward. I think it's just more of a soap opera now. I think it's become the rulings are more of a joke. I don't agree with them. They're talking about adding two more games to the regular seasons. Yay. I don't agree with that at all. There's no That's benefit to that. There's no benefit, but only to generate money. You do have to admit that sports is part of entertainment. Do you admit that? 
sport is entertainment. Yes, and so sport is entertainment. And more drama and more games. It brings in more revenues. It can't be bad for a sport. What happens then when you lose the entertainment aspect is it's kind of become like golf and you lose sponsors. Okay. Well, how about this? How about the guy at forty-five, at fifty-five years old, or that wear and tear on his body? How about guys like Ladanian? Then you retire. I mean, we all know that you an athlete's retire. lifespan uh, is short. Are you going to say retire? You a guy. You want to play, adding two more games, it only generates money. It's, it's two more games. It's the wear and tear. Football is the most physical sport yes. that you can watch, along with, I would say, in my opinion, it's hockey. But you're watching this physical sport week in and week out. Okay, let's say you add two more regular season games, but you take away two preseason games. When I came in the league under Buddy Ryan, what we did, if you want to take away preseason games, we practiced with opponents from different teams, and then mm-hmm. we end up playing them. So that's two games in itself. You can do that. But I don't think you can practice and that and you practice against the opponent. It's definitely tough it's, on the body. It's too much wear and tear on the body. You got guys like Ladanian Thomas at the end of the season, he's not in the postseason. He's not a postseason fixture. He's not a threat to any team in the postseason because the last two postseasons he's been hurt. Mm-hmm. So I don't see anything beneficial to that adding two more games. Is is money. And then they from that point on they want to go overseas and play. Football is already the number one sport in the world, so it's being watched. It's generate re- revenues are great as far as if you the part business part of it. You want to go overseas and, and have football games, and they want to implement every team to do that. I, I don't agree with that. Well, it's selfish reasons that I would like two more games in the season. It makes the season a little bit longer. But if you're talking about maybe going over to Europe and play, then maybe we will have more athletes be on the NFL team. You know, like instead of like in NCAA, instead of having 115 players on the team, maybe 120. Are you, you know? saying more worldly athletes or more guys from like uh, recruit from college? I mean, just more numbers in the team. Football, football is, is about to get watered down. It's about to get watered down with all these and rules. And it creates more jobs. It <laughs> creates more jobs. <laughs> it creates a job. No, I'm not buying that one. But I tried. But no, it's just they've added too much to it and taken away a whole lot from it. If you want to add two more games, it's just for benefit of money purposes. I agree. It's not going to – you got guys that already can't play. Uh, what about the guy who probably would have played 10 years, probably would have played 12 years, now he's playing um, six to eight years because of the wear and tear on your body. The body is not meant. I don't think the body is meant to play football. I don't think it's no. meant to do those things. It's just your mind is strong enough that you train for it. You um, you take one shot. You always one play away from never playing the game again. Okay, you play the sport. You played it for um, X amount of years. When you go into it, I mean, do you think of like your exit strategy as I'm going to play in the 20 years? It kind of comes in by. You know, a stroke of luck or opportunity. If you get hurt early, then you're out. You know, you could be Tom Brady and you can be out after one game. Or you can be like Brett Favre. I mean, even though they're both quarterbacks, I understand that they're not going to have the wear and tear like, you know, the other positions. Right. But those but guys, those guys, the two guys you name quarterbacks, but they are protected. They pay office alignment a lot. Exactly. They're quarterbacks. So they're a different position. They're I understand that. But, I mean, I think every professional athlete going into NFL would think like they want to stay as long as they can but their careers could be you know ended shortly because of uh, injury yeah, that's reoccurring I mean it's just by luck you go into the season already hurt because you're tired from camp uh, unless you have a professional coach a player's coach who know how, knows how to take care of your body um, and a lot of professionals as you get older you find a way to take care of your body throughout camps but from from day one of camp 
you are grinding and grinding to get everything down to repetitions to to drink to drill it in your mind and where you can go out there and just react you don't have to think you don't want to be thinking on the football field everything you're doing out there now whether it be preseason regular season it's just off instincts mm-hmm. and, and that's more of a defensive guy it's just off east instincts is this a voluntary camp that T.O. did not show up to? Oh, well, yeah. Like I said, we got you know, it's a lot of things going on in the NFL. T.O. not showing the camp. We, we'll talk briefly about that because, you know, T.O.'s just being T.O. I don't know if he – he, twin. But he's all <laughs> – he's a veteran. He's a veteran guy. Mm-hmm. And maybe he don't need camp if he was on that team last year. But he's going exactly. to a new team. That's what I was wondering. I mean, you want to sh- get respect from your new teammates. He's a receiver. <laughs> receiver and quarterback has to have timing. And the, go- the guy there now is a three-year starter, only been in the league three years, I should say. Mm-hmm. You have to have some type of chemistry with the quarterback as a receiver. And I, I don't understand his reasons going to, uh, not being in camp. And then he's just T.O. Well, they always thought, well, he's just T.O. T.O.'s going to be T.O. Which is what I love about him. <laughs> <laughs> we also got uh Jay Cutler deal, the situation there. And I thought the coach said all the right things mm-hmm. uh, in that interview. I don't know if you saw the interview I did. on NFL Network. But he is th- our quarterback. He's our quarterback, but we can't predict the future. He said all the right mm-hmm. things until that point. Mm-hmm. And every time he said something about Jay Cutler, he always said, we, we, not implementing yes. Jay into the deal. We, the organization. He, every coach, every team, they're going to, if you're a new coach and you come to a team, you're going to want some players around you that you're familiar with um, so it helps you teach it to the guys that you, uh, to the team you just got to. So trying to get the uh, Matt Castle, um, it's not a bad deal. You want guys familiar with running the offense. It's not a bad deal. Where he re- went wrong was not a, not communicating with Jay Cutler beforehand. See, when Jay Cutler found out, it was all after the fact. So mm-hmm. now, through the media, yeah, now you couldn't get to the, um, you couldn't get what you want as far as Matt Castle being your quarterback. Mm-hmm. So now you're saying, well, because because uh, Josh McNown, the, the quarter, the head coach said, we got to do everything possible to improve our team to make our team better, which is like throwing dirt in the face of um, Jay Cutler. He's been a pretty good quarterback. He's been a consistent mogul there. Uh, winning football game, he has a strong arm. He playing in Mile High, where the altitude is like fifty five hundred. He is their guy. He's gonna. That's a drastic change, changing quarterbacks. That's a drastic change in the offense you can run. He's familiar with those offensive linemen, that those receivers, that running back. They they familiar with every reaction that Jay Cutler has on that football team. And then to try to change that, um, a drastic change at that, the quarterback position, the most highly looked at position. Um, and you want that to be the face of your team. I thought it was um, immature and arrogance on the part of the 32, 34-year-old coach. Um, it's both ways. I mean, he's apo- – I don't know if he's said the word I'm sorry or apologetic, but, you know, he came out and he says it wasn't the best way done. We want him back. We still want him. He's our quarterback. Let's move on. Yeah, but you know, he, or Jay Cutler needs to come out vocally and say, "I want to be traded," or he, he "Okay, has. let's work on something." Yes, I was told that. So, but he hasn't responded back to the coach. Right, I, I so, think um, I, I don't think he want to respond to the coach. It, it was it was done wrong. I think it was done wrong. He came out wrong, and you're trying to make a deal, three way deal now, just to get Mike Castle for the guy who's already implemented as your starting quarterback, who has been there for four year, five years. So I think the coach has handled it wrong, and I think the apology he was trying to make. He was trying to say I'm sorry without saying I'm sorry. But mm-hmm. saying, and he just never made himself to say me or I. He always said we like it was the organization. Then he said that uh, the owner of the team didn't even know about the trade. 
So I don't know how you could talk about trading somebody if you don't deal with the owner of the team first. You have to go there yeah, first. Yeah, it was wrong. I kind of understand Cutler being upset, but I think it's kind of drawn on now. A little too long. Well, see, that's the drama. That's too much drama going on that's in the it. National Football League. Play football. You can go talk to some guys who played uh, 25 years ago. And that was when football was real. That's when the, guy, the guys mm-hmm. would line up and play football. It wasn't all this crying, all this bickering going on. The only problem there was in football 25 years ago that they wasn't paying these guys money mm-hmm. to who can only play three years because the surgery wasn't what it is today. You couldn't get back on the field in uh, three to four weeks. Yeah, you have a surgery, you get an injury back then, you was done for the rest of your life mm-hmm. as far as playing football. All right, well, we're going to take a break and come back in two minutes. I have uh, Song Lee in the studio. If you want to call in, you have the number. I'll give you the number when I come back. You listen to Kwame Lassie on Kwame Lassie Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. They need to bitch his ass and then move on. I just, I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Hey, football fans, are you ready for an intelligent discussion about the Buffalo Bills and the National Football League? Are you tired of listening to talk show hosts that have never played football? Instead of answering your questions, they prefer to listen to themselves. And when they don't like what you're saying, they just cut you off. Well, that won't happen on the Jeff Nixon Sports Report. Keep it clean, stay relatively calm and rational, and the discussion will flow well. Join Jeff Nixon Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's Hot Topics. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's at the shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Four and three and two Weezy. and one. Just play. Four and three and two. We are back on the Voice America Sports Network. I am Kwame Lassa in the studio. We have Song Lee. If you want to call in, as I mentioned before we went off the air for the break, 1-888-346-9144. And we're going to talk, we're going to continue talking about what's going on around the National Football League. 
what the drama. We will get to basketball because huh? I'm 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 excited for the uh, Phoenix Suns. The, these guys also March Madness because Kansas is still in it. But the Phoenix Suns they've they've gone on a little run. They three games back. It's gonna be crucial. But let me let's let's move into the Cardinals. More of a more so of a Anquan. You know I don't know what's what's the hold up. Why is why is it taking this long? Still not signed. Still not signed. Why is it taking mm. this long to get this guy signed? I thought he was part of supposed to be continuing process of this high power offense. Supposed to be part of this uh, uh, number. Well, I think it was ranked number three. And the excitement they bring offensively. I thought he was going to be a part of this. Um, I understand you, you got a lot of people done. They have signed. They have done a lot of things in the past. If, uh, well, today, in the future, in the present, I shall say, that they haven't done in the past. And that's getting guys signed. That's that's making the right moves. They've signed linebackers. Um, Barry, Bertrand Barry has signed another deal. I think he's going to fit into what this 3-4 defense is about because, you know, initially he's been playing a lot of third downs anyways, and he's a pass rusher. But Anquan, yeah, let's get him done. You got to get this guy done. You know, after – after uh, getting that bones broken in his face in the New York Jets game, a uh, game that he shouldn't have been in in the final seconds, this guy is uh, still was one of his leaders. And Kurt Warner was talking about retiring after this. Still one of the leaders on the team, uh, going out there, playing his heart out to the last minutes, the final minutes of any game and every game that he's played in. Um, fractured a few bones in his face. And three games later, this guy comes back and he's dressed ready to play. So I don't know what the um, what's the hold up in getting him signed. He's he's a leader in the locker room. He's a leader in the public. You haven't heard anything about Anquan Bolden in the in the public. You haven't heard anything bad about Anquan Bolden in the locker room or as far as this team come concerned. Then we see the uh, the blow up on the sideline, but that's not a blow up on the sideline. That happens all over the league. That happens every week. It's just who that player is. Where the competitor, camp- right? Yes. And it depends on who that player is. If you want to. Um, uh, keep the camera on him, and it's always on T.O. T.O. comes to the stadium with about three or four cameras on him if he don't bring three or four with him. So I don't know what the deal about not getting Anquan signed. We know he missed a few games as far as the, uh, the injury is concerned, and that's and that's to be expected. But he made sure he got plates in his face, got his bone fixed, and he wanted to play. He had no problem with the head. This is the type of guy, he plays football the way football is supposed to be played. He has no problem with that head. He said – it was a good shot. It would just happen. Unfortunately, it was him, but he found a way to come back in three games. Don't say, and I don't want you to uh, say this guy, his numbers or his talent is declining because it's not so. Now, here's the factors, and this is why I say it, there's not, it's not. He was injured, so you're not going to get the numbers if you're not playing. Larry Fitzgerald has become the best receiver in the National Football League, in my opinion. Definitely, at least when uh, he has two or more guys on him, he finds a way to come down with the football. He has uh he has emerged as the um best receiver in the game. Now Anquan, how is he gonna get the ball from if you're in a rhythm, quarterback, quarterback wise and receiver wise, if you're in a rhythm, offensive coordinators, they gonna create package or implement package packages in the game to keep that receiver on the game until teams stop him. And there was no team to stop Larry Fitzgerald this year. So that's when we seen him blow up with Todd Haley, um and um Anquan Bolden. Because he was out of the package, he wasn't on the field, he wasn't getting his number. And all that being said, Steve Breston has merged as a uh, top three receiver in the Arizona Cardinals offense with the absence of Anquan due to injury. Um, and this guy still makes the Pro Bowl. You have a Pro Bowl caliber receiver, not caliber, you have a Pro Bowl receiver year in and year out. And he makes the Pro Bowl. 
And I want to know what's the delay. My question is, what's the hold up with Anquan being signed? We have a caller on, uh, Rick from Washington D.C. Rich, you there? What's going on? What's going on, man? Not much, man. We talking, uh, we talking football. Talking to Anquan Bolden, Arizona Cardinals. We also talking about what's going on around the league. Uh, as far as uh, what's going on in Denver, these new rules that they're implicating uh, um, with the nuts, with the uh, tackling and not going at the legs and stuff like that. You can't leave with your shoulder now. We couldn't leave with our helmets at first. Now you can't leave with your shoulder. But uh, you purpose have a question plan. or comment? What's the purpose of playing football if you can't leave with your shoulder? I can understand the helmet, but the shoulder, that's part of football. That's part of football. I agree with that. And the helmet, that's one thing. It uh, prevents a lot of injuries down the road for guys. Um, but the shoulder – their shoulder pads. I don't know if you make – you can't make any more better equipment than you have now. Uh, you can be more padded up, but guys are not going to wear that equipment anyway. But the helmet deal is understandably. But the shoulder pads, they're there for your protection as well, but you can leave with the shoulder. How do You You can't arm tackle these guys when these guys are stronger, faster than they've ever been since the league has been – since the league has started. You can't arm tackle these guys or, like you, like Rich said, what's the purpose of playing football? What you think about this, um, Rich? What you think about this, um, this Denver situation, this Denver saga, I should say? Uh, what's going on out there? Ah, uh, you know, my my thoughts on that is is the fact of you know Jay Cutler. He did his thing. You got a new coach coming in. You know, the first person you want to take care of or look out for is the quarterback because that's your leader, your team. And I don't understand. You know, I understand that they were sitting there and and talking to other teams about trying to trade Jay Cutler, but you go to the man and be a man about it and say, Jay, you know, we're trying to better the team. We're trying to put you in a better situation, um, put you somewhere where you might excel a little bit better. Um, but they don't do that. They go behind his back, quote, unquote, and whoops, sorry. Go through all hey, uh, okay wait. <laughs> you are in Washington, D.C., aren't you? You, you know, are in D.C., so that's a lie, but you might hear that once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> you okay? They uh, come to get you. You all right? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I, I just don't understand the whole situation. Of you know, you go in there, you sit there, you talk to Jay Cutler, you tell him what's talk, what you're trying to do, and go from there. You don't just do everything behind his back. You know what? Uh, I agree with you. When, I agree with you on that because, like I said earlier in the uh, show, that coaches, new coaches, when they come to a team, they're going to try to bring f- players that they're familiar with and try to implicate their defense or offense. Uh, and help other guys learn it a lot quicker because you only have certain many days, certain many camps you can hold. But the thing where he went wrong is when he didn't initially talk to Jay Cutler, the starting quarterback of your team, the face of your team. He didn't agree, he didn't talk to him right away and say we're thinking about doing this and this these are our plans. I mentioned last week when I uh, talked about a little bit of this situation that you wouldn't have never done John Elway that way. You would have went to John Elway said John Elway, we're talking about trading you or getting somebody for you or getting as much as we can for you. We just want you to know it first here. Now you're not gonna set, you're not gonna trade or release John Elway, but you go to him as a man first and the business part of it first, and tell him these are our thoughts and this is what we're thinking about doing. Right. I mean, did they do when John lost his what four Super Bowls, three Super Bowls, four Super Bowls? Did they they didn't gonna trade John? No, they didn't. They kept stayed with John. John finally got him two Super Bowls, and then he retires. Right. I think he yeah he went out there. Now, my castle has to win some uh, games. Now, I think my castle might be, I mean, he think he might, as a starter, 22 games, 22 and 17 as a starter. Now, he's cool. winning some games, and he's playing in a pretty good conference. 
Well, that, I say that with San Diego uh, being in that conference, but uh, on, he's, Cutler, he's right? winning some games. But the guy has a strong arm. He's still growing. He was uh, playing behind Jake Plummer, so I don't know how much tutelage was going on there as far as uh, him growing up as a quarterback. But he's one of some guys. I think he should be the the face of the uh, Denver Broncos. He should be the team leader. He should be the quarterback going to this year. But the guy Castle. No, Cutler. not Cutler, not Castle. Yeah, Castle. You said Castle. Okay, well, Castle. Um, see, that's why I have you here, song. Mm-hmm. Castle. Hey, hey, song. She's back in there today. Song. Rich Song is in the studio today. Hello. Good morning. Hey. Good morning. How you doing? Not too bad. How are you but today? But as I was saying all before, right. y'all get all y'all greetings in. <laughs> <laughs> He's a little late. But this guy, um, he, he he's the face of the quarterback. You got to give him some time to grow. Uh, five years and being in there and being pushed in there. He had, he is a Pro Bowler. He has some, he has some good years. So you put people around him. If he's the problem, look around him. I don't think that guy's a problem. He he came out eleventh uh, pick in the draft. He came out. Um, guys who came in before him was Matt Liner went ten. Um, and I, I looked on the uh, ESPN and he has uh Vince Young. He's outperformed both of those guys. Mm-hmm. Well, then he went to Vanderbilt. He went to Vanderbilt. Exactly. Vanderbilt is not is what when he was at Vanderbilt they were in the bottom tier of the SEC uh, North or the SEC East whatever point it was. I mean it's not like they won any SEC titles. They didn't compete for any SEC titles. They got blown out four out of five, four out of uh, ten, eleven games a year. But he stayed. He stayed there. He still did his thing. Yeah, I know. That's what. I, but you know, Vanderbilt they always had a defense over there. I can. T- I can. <laughs> I can vouch for that. They always had a defense in Vanderbilt, and Vanderbilt is not your average school. It's not a uh, Washington. That school is smart over there. Those guys, those guys get it done over there. They do their work. Are we talking Huskies, Washington? Yeah, yeah, Washington Huskies. I have no comments. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I, I, like I said earlier, man, it's too much drama going in the National Football League. They're doing too much of taking away from the game, and what they add into the game is not is not wholesome. It doesn't bring. It doesn't bring anything into the game but money for the owners, um, whatever business ventures they have. They're doing too much to take away from the National Football League. Hey, I know you played in the league for a while. Uh, we, I know I have a lot of friends that played in the league. Uh, but I just honestly believe that there's too much coddling going on right now. I mean, <laughs> I can understand the, the the helmet part. But come on. when You, you know, the footballs we grew up hitting people with shoulder pads. Right. You well, grow up laying the wood, bottom line. If you can't lay the wood, I'm not going to pay you these million dollars. I'm going to go ahead and give you a couple thousand dollars and let you get the prestige of being a football player and call it a day. Cuomo's talking about the wear and tear of the players. Maybe this will add a few more years to some players. Yeah, gonna, they gonna, you can't use your shoulder pads. You want to add a few more years, and you can't use your shoulder pads. But then you add two more games to the regular season. Nah, I don't know about that. It all equals out. And it doesn't balance out. <laughs> those, that, football is a tough sport. It's, it's the grind, planting it and cutting. It is tough. Your Physically. body's not meant to do that. It's just guys get well, it done. They only pay them all that money then. I'm sorry. They, I got no – I mean, the owners don't, owners don't want to – I mean, it ain't like other leagues where they worry about workers' cop insurance. Well, you know what? You talk about paying these guys a lot of money. I can tell you this, uh, not for fact, but close to it. You might want to expect a uh, lockout in 2010-2011 season if they don't get it done. Owners want to keep all the money that they make and not pay um, players as lower-tier players and uh, veteran guys who um, uh, started this league, who really made this league what it is. But expect the lockout. We're going to take a break. We're coming back on the Voice America Sports Network. You're listening to Kwame Lasso on the Kwame Lasso Sports Talk. 
I got Rich on the phone, so only in the studio. We'll be back in two minutes. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Every week, Body Talk is here to answer your pressing questions about the fields of traditional, alternative, and functional medical science. Join hosts Dr. Stephen Ross and Drake Kellis as they uncover the truth behind some of today's ailments, symptoms, and diseases. You'll get the most up-to-date information on treatments and remedies and their effectiveness. Plus, you'll hear from leading experts on a variety of health topics. Listen for Body Talk with Dr. Stephen Ross and Drake Kellis, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, is here for you, the fan, to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports. We'll discuss not only the headliners, but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today. It's a forum for the sports fan, hosted by Joe Cribbs, a three-time pro bowler with the Buffalo Bills. Joe is a 10-year pro football veteran, a former Southeastern Conference Most Valuable Player, and a member of the Alabama Sports Hall of Fame. Discuss the topics with Joe Cribbs, No Average Joe, Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Welcome back to the Voice America Sports Network. You're listening to Kwame Lassa Sports Talk. Had uh, Song Lee in the studio. Uh, we're going to get into some March Madness. We got Richard Britt from Washington, D.C., Alexandria, Virginia, on the line. We're going to get to a little bit of March Madness. Song will run down some uh, NCAAs and a little NBA, and we'll talk. We'll go from there. Just quick updates for the March Madness, the Pac-10s. The U of A, Arizona, the Wildcats are still in. Um, they defeated Cleveland, I think, seventy-one to fifty-seven. They'll be playing Louisville, which I think will be favorite to Louisville, in my opinion. Um, the USC, the Huskies, UCLA, and ASU have all lost, and I felt bad for my Huskies losing to Purdue. Too they bad. came back. I know it was too bad. Um, Kansas is still in it, right? Duh. Yeah. <laughs> we don't lose to. I think so, too. I think this is the round that they're going to lose. That's what I say. And the other number one seeds that we were talking about, Pittsburgh, UConn, and UNC, they're still in it. UConn, I mean, UNC defeated LSU um, 84-70, to but it was it was a lot closer than those numbers. Uh, they were down at one point, so that was a really close game. And they came back to win it with Ty Lawson still playing hurt. And Duke 
and Memphis is still in, in it. And Duke will be playing Villanova next, and Memphis will be playing Mizzou. So those will be good matchups as well. So, so the uh, one, twos, and threes are still in it mm-hmm. as far as the in. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, that's uh, well, the brackets. The brackets are playing the way that they're supposed to be playing out. Then one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to get somebody knocked off. I think UNC and Gonzaga game that would be a good game to watch next. Uh, go Tar Heels. Go Tar Heels. Do you got a Tar okay, Heels well. winning it all, Rich? Hill gonna win it all, man. I always had them like last, th- no, not last three years. Last year I did have Kansas and they won it for me. And then three years before that, I always had UNC and they've let me down way too many times. I'm sure Kansas won it for you, so I'm uh, uh-huh. <laughs> that's what I like to think. Oh. Well, oh. <laughs> well, that's good. And okay, well, they still the NCAA March Madness, still exciting, they still got the right uh, people in the right bracket, so it's panning out where you got the one, two, and three still, still in there. No major upsets yet, no major upsets. You know you know what I would like to see, guys? What's that? I would like to see, you know how they have that one playoff game? I would like to see one playoff game in each region, north, south, east, and west. I think that will bring a little bit more oomph to it. That's you know? not going to bring any money to the, uh, the collegiate there level. There you go. I think one more playoff game, one more play-in game. Talk about money. They get three more teams. Out, well, <laughs> well, well, seven more teams opportunity to play in. To play in. Well, three more teams opportunity to play in. You're talking about you after see. the conference championship? Yes, you get. Yeah, after the conference championship. That way you don't. You, you, you bring a few more bubble teams and good bubbles, like like this year, like that Penn State team that should have went. Yeah. You know, you know that team should have been at to play in like one of those other regionals and a, as a play-in game against one of them 16 seeds. Well, you know what? That's why they got the NIT because there's like, a lot of gang. Like there's a Davidson. lot of teams. Yeah. Everybody a, wanted to watch Steph Curry. Right. But and the, then he lost. It would have been unfair if you put him in because of that one guy on the mm-hmm. team. And now, he's an NBA-type guy, caliber guy. He will be in the NBA. If you got that little guy in New York Knicks playing, yep. Nate okay. Washington, Nate Robinson, Robinson, you got him playing. Uh, Stephon Curry, he's a shooter. He can shoot from anywhere on the court. But the NIT is the NIT is like that where you got teams that on a bubble. If they get an NIT, they should win it all. They should be three or four teams that go into the NIT that should win it all. But all right, well, let's go. A little, let's talk a little bit NBA. And, and far as as the NBA is concerned, who's your NBA? MVP. I'm, 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 I'm just going to put it out there as far as um, the candidates. It's probably more, but the top three candidates would be Kobe, Kobe Bryant, LeBron, LeBron James, and D-Wade. Dwayne Wade. Wade D-Wade. County. Who's your favorite, Mr. Britt? D-Wade, across the board. Mm. Can we get your stats? I got <laughs> Well, he is you, single-handedly but, pulling up the heat. Yeah, but 15, 15 wins last year. Yeah, but that's that's a. Hey. Yeah, but what? Kobe was in the finals last year. LeBron was in the conference finals last year. Kobe don't have to do all that shooting. About his ankles, um, shoulder, and his whatever else it was. Who? LeBron. Dwayne Wade. Dwayne Wade last year. Dwayne Wade. Let me tell yeah. you, I got. I don't like. I'm not a Kobe fan, but Kobe to me what? is the is the best I guy, do. the best player in an NBA. Uh, LeBron James. I don't. I can't see. I can't see me player. giving it to uh, LeBron James um, yet. Not this year. Now he's an MVP player type guy, but I'm gonna have to narrow it down to Kobe Bryant and LeBron and uh, Dwayne Wade. Now Kobe Dwayne Bryant, Wade, no. are, Dwayne, when do you get it? Do you get it all year, or do you get it on, on the late run that these uh, these guys are made for their teams, like Dwayne Wade? Now I agree, Dwayne has played outstanding mm-hmm. uh, every night. Every night he play, he's a lead leading scorer. Uh, but, score. but he has to score. He has to score. Kobe doesn't have to score. Kobe has guys around him. He get those guys around him better. So, with, 
as far as the MVP, what are you basing it on? I'm the MVP, MVP of his team, all obviously, all three of those long. games, all season long. Mm-hmm. I agree. But as far as the MVP, Kobe doesn't have to score. He's still two or three in scoring in the National uh, Basketball League. Mr. Rich right, got some me, stats. Go ahead, sir. Rich, you got some stats. What, yeah, where, go what's ahead. the Wayne stats? Okay, let's go. Top four stats in any in any league. In points, rebounds, assists, and field goal percentage. Those are the top four stats, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Okay. We got, you know, Dwayne Wade is number one in points. Out, out, out of those three guys, number right. one in points. He has to score. Number, I got you. Play nine, play nine points a game. Okay. You got rebounds. You're doing 6.3 uh, rebounds a game. Kobe got 7.1, LeBron got 9.6. Dwayne Wade's much more of a ball sharer, 2.7 point um, assist a game, average. LeBron, 2.4, Kobe, ball hawk, 1.8. All right, and shooting percentage. Dwayne Wade's at 49%. LeBron's at 48, and Kobe's at 47. Ball hawk. LeBron right now, and look at the – I didn't even get the, the, the winnings, but, I mean, um, games they've won right now, but they're in the top four – in um in the playoff picture, aren't they? Who uh no five? You talking about the Heat? The Heat, they're the fifth in the playoff position. I think they're number five. I think Atlanta might have, Atlanta might have went over them. Oh they okay. Hold, I tell you yeah. right now, song has it down right here. Cleveland, Boston, Orlando, Atlanta, Miami is five. Okay, that's and in last the year they were the last team, the worst team in the league. Yeah, well yeah. Okay, then you tell me. I'm telling you this. They were at number four with Dwayne Wade doing all this stuff, uh, all this outstanding work, and it is outstanding. How you drop to number five? If Miami and Orlando play right now, Atlanta would beat Miami in a, in a series. They would go. They would get. A, they would, Atlanta would go straight to hell. <laughs> straight to Atlanta hell. I'm telling you. And Miami play today. Atlanta wins that series, and I'm a Dwayne Wade fan. So I, I, what I don't know. What are you know. basing that on, Kwame? I like. I'm basing on an all-around team. Joe Dwayne Wade is, is my Miami on, Heat. Dog. He was a, from the Phoenix Suns. Come on. Joe Johnson? <laughs> Joe, yeah, Joe Johnson, but he has a cast. Uh, Dwayne Wade is the Miami Heat. He's the Miami Heat. And they, he doesn't and get any help from the bench, I think is what he's saying. He doesn't get any around. help from the bench just like the uh, Phoenix Suns. And we're going to get into the Phoenix Suns as well. But as far as MVP goes, I'm, I'm going to have to narrow it down to, uh, well, I've told you I've narrowed down to Cobra and Dwayne. i like to see how they finish out this last month. Cause I think they have about 15 games left in the season, mm-hmm. regular season, and then um, we'll see. Do you? Do you, you said, get? You said it yourself. He has no help off the bench, but yet they're in the fifth seed in the East. Right. He has no seed. help at all. They they six deep in, yep. in, in 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 Miami, but he has no help. But yet they're fifth. They're in the fifth. They're in the fifth seed. Yeah, you, I think you, it's you, great. you you exactly right. I did say that myself. But let but me let me playoffs, let me add this it. too. What I should have said: the East is weak. There's no teams in the East. In the East, the they East is the no weak. teams in the East. <laughs> Boston has always been whack. Yeah, the East <laughs> is a weak conference. I mean, all the players, most of the championships coming out the West. Okay, but again, that's fine. But you got the West is always stacked. You got Kobe. You know, that, that the Lakers team is stacked. They got seven, eight players coming. Seven, eight, eight players, nine players deep on over there in L.A. Well, they know how to build their team. The great, great general manager. Exactly. Well, that's what it takes for a great team to win the championship. It doesn't just take one player. It needs to have a good team. Your MVP doesn't have to shoot all, all the shots. doesn't have to get all the points. He has to make everything around him better. Mm-hmm. So when he does have an off night, and MVPs do have an off night, when he does have an off night, those guys got to be able to pick up the slack because he's on the court. You've seen guys never make a play 
But because he's on the field, you have to account for him. Like a Deion Sanders, you have play with a uh, play with a turf toe, knowing he can't run, but he's out there. Quarterback still won't throw to his side when they can. Used to be him. that way with a number forty-two with Arizona Cardinals back in the day. Exactly. When yeah. I'm on the field, just, him, but just don't come in my way. There. But you, you, know, you know what? That's the MVP <laughs> type guy. That's the MVP guy. If you um, if you if you make everything around you better, then you you deserve that type of that award, that MVP award. And Dwayne does that too. But those guys. If Dwayne's on the bench, the Heat's lose. They'll lose a league or they won't gain a league. But he has to be in the game for 46 minutes. But my question again is do you honestly think, I mean, Kobe, without Phil Jackson, where would Kobe be? 32 games, 38 games like he was when, when Phil was gone. Kobe is the number one player in the NBA. He's going to get points. It just, it just so happened that he has people around him now. They brought in Casal. Uh, was it Bynum? They bought him. And he's Odom, he, Bynum, Odom yeah. and he heard they got uh, Fisher over there. Mm-hmm. And Fisher is okay. a player in himself. He has a cast around him. If if Kobe's sitting on the bench, I don't expect the Lakers to lose a lead. If Kobe's sitting on the bench, I even expect them to keep a three, four, five point lead till he get to get he gets a two minute rest and come back in. I don't see that happening in um, Cleveland. I don't see that happening in Miami. And I like these guys now. Now I'm not, and I'm saying all this about Kobe. And Kobe is not my. I'm not a Kobe fan. But I'm saying all this about him because of what he does, what he's doing in the league right now. And I'm a Dwayne Wade, LeBron James fan. So I'm not biased to any of that. I'm just going by what these guys doing around, the guys around him are doing when he's not around. It's the same thing. We're going to talk. Well, so, so give me your MVP right now. I'm pretty just, sure it's D. Wade. I think I know who you're voting for, Mr. Rich. You know I'm going with D. Wizzy. D. Wade. <laughs> That'd be D. Wade. So you D. Wade too? No. Who you got? Kobe. All that time. Yeah. All right. So we got. What's your I thing? Okay. I can't even vote. What you can vote. I'll just. Vote. I'm entitled to my opinion and my vote. You're right. Yes, you, you are. Vote. Yes, you are. I'm coming back. <laughs> D Wade. Okay. I I gotta see. We got. We got about 15 games left in the regular season, and um, we'll see. We'll see if D Wade gets it. Now, I'm not saying he don't. He doesn't deserve it. Well, we'll see if he get it. You get Kobe is in L.A. The market is different. Y'all are not factoring into all that marketing and stuff. That's why you either, you either succeed in places like New York, California, or you get uh, you never you get never heard of from again. So I don't know. Miami, Miami is Miami, but uh, and it's not L.A. It's not California. It's not Hollywood. Is the market, Isn't the that like Dallas Cowboys? It's not Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> it's the market is different. It's not that. <laughs> We're gonna take a break. We're gonna come back. Song Lee in the studio. We got Richard Britt on the air. Um, we'll talk about the Phoenix Suns and these guys have a chance. I don't know if they was out of it or not, but we'll come back. We'll talk a little bit about that. Song Song has some NBA breakdowns. Uh, you listen to Quarm Lasso Sports on the Voice America Sports Network. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports 
Owen Hodge Show. Are you ready for some football? Well, here it comes. The Owen Hodge Show is bringing you the funniest hour in sports talk radio. This action-packed show is hosted by the outspoken fullback, Big Hodge, and the knowledgeable defensive back, Odie. This show will focus on the NFL, but touch on all things sports. Owen Hodge will provide you with a true player's perspective that'll give you insight, make you think, and definitely make you laugh. Owen Hodge have accumulated six championship rings, so obviously they know things. Check out the Owen Hodge Show at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. The Owen Hodge Show. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Take a look inside the country's fastest-growing professional sports organization. Join Robbie Kendall for Inside the ABA on the Voice America Sports Channel. The show will feature weekly interviews with the owners, players, coaches, and influential league executives. Tune in and be a part of the fastest-growing sports organization in the world. You can hear Inside the ABA every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time right here on the Voice America Sports Channel. school to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports welcome back to kwamilaza sports talk we on the voice america sports network i'm in the studio with song league got richard britt on the line from washington dc we're going to talk a little bit of uh, Phoenix Suns baseball, but uh, off the air. Not Phoenix Suns. I mean, we're talking about the World Baseball Classic. You know, uh, well, I got to admit. Hold I'm on. I think this went to the Song Lee Sports Talk Show. Well, we're going to talk uh, Phoenix Suns, but Song being Asian, <laughs> being of Asian descent, she want to talk about the World League Baseball. No, that you can't say that. You can't correlate those two because I was just going to say I've never been a big fan of baseball. You until know they this, were playing. Until I saw Korea play. And then I decided to watch and I was thinking nine innings is way too darn long. And then they go to 10. And so it was the only time I've ever been ex- excited to watch a baseball game. Well, they, they needed 10 innings. That was, those are two, yes. two pretty good teams. I mean, and there's a reason why they play to that uh, extent of 10th inning, ten inning games every time they f- uh, face each other. I think it was uh, out of five games, the uh, Japan won three times. So, it, I mean, it's, and it's always been the distance. It's always, they've been close. But that's pretty good pitching over there. They have a pretty good pitching staff. These guys hit for base uh, mm-hmm. percentages. They're not trying to put it out the park. They hit for base percentage. Then they play then they play to the uh, strengths of advancing a runner, and with the, which is American League. And you got to look at it also. You're not going to see a lot of American uh, uh, teams that's, you know, the American team, the USA, 
they're not going 100 percent in those games. They got to come back um, in April, April sixth or third, something like that. They got to come yeah. back and get ready for their yeah, season. Yeah, but it's similar for those teams as well. Yeah. I mean, well, it's not as big, you know, as MLB here. But at right. the same time, they go back to their respective countries and they still have their season as well. Yeah, I mean, for Korea, baseball is fairly new. Yeah, but it's but major league baseball. Ways. Yeah, I know they're going yeah. back to their uh, their sport. I mean, their baseball season back uh, back home. But ML, like you said, MLB is a, it's a different ball game. These guys getting paid different money over there, and it, the money doesn't call, doesn't equal, it doesn't correlate yeah. for the uh, the uh, game itself and There's their passion, yeah, and no, their passion it for it. But it, it's not the same. Okay. I mean, for you, for you, it might be like you said. That's your opinion. Uh, but for me, as these guys are, I don't see them playing as hard. Mm-hmm. I just don't see it until they get into their regular se- until they get into their season here in the United States. Yeah, but you, you know how many players in the Japan team are you know playing the MLB now? I mean, I recognize those. I don't even follow baseball, and I recognize those names. You recognize Ichiro? Okay, Dice K, which Americans we call Dice K, but I mean Daisuke. Daisuke, <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. And Ichiro, Jojima. But I tell you why they go get those guys. Those guys have uh, most of them pitching, and I, and again they play for the percentages. They play to get on base. You don't. Ichiro is different. He's good. He's a mm-hmm. uh, He's an all-star, year in, year out. Yes, he is. Go Mariners, but at the same time, he's one that lost it for Koreans. Well, well he, you got your best guy. You want him um, You want him at bat, or you want him making that play mm-hmm. in the final uh, final innings or at the final play. He but ain't losing for you. You shouldn't have been in the position for him to make, how to make that play. Yeah, if it will. Surround this guy. You talking about Ichiro? Yeah, you sh- he shouldn't have. You shouldn't have. He have you can't, I, I, well, I think I can't stand what people say. I'm not saying you guys, but what people say as a coach, they say, well, this person lost the game. Well, no. If we would have played better, those eight and a half, eight innings, innings and two outs before that, agree. we wouldn't have had that problem. That's my bias talk. Okay. Well, you know what? I'm done with the World League. I'm done with the uh, Japan <laughs> and uh, Korean baseball game. If you want to talk about the Yankees and the Mets or Boston, let's get on it. About the national baby. Last time we talked about the Phoenix Suns, these guys played Philadelphia, Washington. And the Denver Nuggets, and they was on a they on a three game winning streak. Um, but if you want to go five. back, if you want to go back to March fourteenth, mm-hmm. they on a five game winning streak. Mm-hmm. But the last time we talked, they played three games and they won, um, and they still fighting for the eighth spot with the Dallas Mavericks. And they only three games back now. So. They should not have been that close last night. They were up at, by twelve at one point. Well, I'm looking they for the Suns to win. I'm looking for the Phoenix Suns to win to possibly get into a. A one-game playoff. I don't, I don't know if you guys remember uh, last year or the year before, but they they was in a one-game play. Not them, but uh, I think it was uh, what was it? Maybe it been Washington, somebody like that. It was in a one-game playoff to get into their eighth spot. So all I'm looking for is the Phoenix Suns to win out, and hopefully um, Dallas Mavericks have a slip a slip up somewhere because now Phoenix have majority of their games in their Pacific Conference or in an, also in the Western Conference where they're gonna have to play the uh, Utah. They're gonna have to play. Uh, Sacramento, they will need to beat these teams. And Portland. And, and Portland and possibly mm-hmm. get into a playoff. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know as far as the uh, – what you got over here as far as the conference standing going? Well, they're um, ninth currently, they like you stated. But ninth. Golden State is behind them, which is a little bit of a cushion. But they need to catch up to Dallas. Like you said, if Dallas slips up a little bit, then gives us a chance. And they have uh, San Antonio, which is a tough one. You know, yeah, San Antonio – but San Antonio is all – but they're San Antonio's third. They're third, yes, and, they, and they're in it. So I don't know how hard they're going to play the game or they're going to get there ready to play into the playoffs. 
and they they play Houston. Houston is the second. Forget about catching the Lakers. The Lakers are already clinched. They're done. Yeah. And uh, Lakers clinched. Uh, teams that's clinched in the East. Uh, who was it? Cleveland clinched division. Uh, Boston division title. Uh, and Orlando got a playoff berth. So we it's still to be settled in the West right now. But the Phoenix Suns has went on a five game winning streak dating back to March 14th, and and that's a good thing. So um, we're also looking for these guys to get in a, a playoff and looking for Dallas to slip up. And I'm rooting for them. Last time we talked about the Phoenix Suns, it was a four-game losing streak. So I think these guys know what they know what's at stake. Uh, Leandro Barbosa, yeah, he, he's without hurt. Amare and Leandro, right? So he's hurt, but I think if they can pull it off, he'll be back to help them. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, he's, he's a street player anyway because he's always he's high energetic. Uh, he goes out there and get it done. He he just played. He played to the to the end of the game from start to finish with that type of energy. So hopefully he can get back and. But before that, they do they take care of business while he's out. A lot of veterans are uh, and in that five game winning streak in that three game winning streak since last time we talked. A lot of guys have stepped up because there's always been different leaders. Um, uh, Richardson, uh, Shaq, uh, Hill, Hill has stepped up. They've been different leaders as far as scoring, and um, these guys yes. pulling it off. Mm-hmm. Rich, I don't know if you're watching uh, uh, basketball there, but I don't know what's going on with the Wizards. But the, the Gilbert Arenas is coming back. He doesn't need to come back. He needs to sit down until next year. Go yes. ahead and play summer ball. He needs to just go ahead and call it a day. Yeah, I think because he's going to $110 million, he don't play a, uh, uh, um, one minute. Come on. <laughs> let him go and sit out this year, you know, and start him next year. And ha- let him play summer ball, and then let him come back in next year and do our thing. Oh, man, seriously. I, how long has he been out now? I feel like I haven't seen him in a uniform he's, he's, he's in a long out, time. He's been out for two and a half years, and he, tried to, seems like. and he tried to come back, but he had, ended up getting surgery in and out uh, of different surgeries. But, um, it's I, like watching I, Stefan Marbury suddenly in a jersey, and I go, that doesn't look right suddenly. I, I'm going to have to agree with that. I don't think he should come back. I think he should test that leg in summer ball and a lot of things in summer ball. And, I, and, and that's where I feel the Phoenix Suns need to – uh, mature this team and grow this team. Having a veteran team is great. It is real good, but you have a mixture of young guys, a mixture of young guys who can play uh, on this team. I think Summer Ball take care, takes care of that. So I don't know yeah. what the, the uh, general manager is going to do with that. I don't know who's going to be the coach. These guys are exciting to watch. They have pulled it off. They put up 100-plus points, 128 points. But if they can implement some type of defense where it doesn't come down to the wire after running teams out the gym, then I think the Suns wouldn't have this problem. I think the Suns would be with uh, Rich Carl Miami, 15 games last year, or uh, not even in the playoffs, but being mentioned in the playoffs talks right away, being in that fourth or fifth spot um, comfortably in the playoffs, and then they can build from there. Well, they wouldn't have been in this situation. They ain't let go D'Antoni. Yeah, well, you know what? They have uh, They thought they was going to bring in a defense guy in Terry Porter, and they let D'Antonio go. I think it was a also. I think it was a conflict between he and the general manager, uh, Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr was also. I don't know if you remember, but he was working when he got the job. He's working from San Diego, so he's commuting back and forth. And then this year is when he finally made his home in Phoenix, and he's got a hands-on. But if you're the general manager, you want to be here to find out what you're going to be responsible for, what you need to do as far as your team is uh, chemistry and team is concerned. But I think that was a, a problem with those two guys. So they bring in Terry Porter to get some establish some defense, and then they let him go at the All Star break. If you um, if if D'Antonio was the problem, they still have uh, Alvin Gentry, who's a who's a from that cloth of this guy. He can instill some defense. He was in Detroit, but he has also this running gun offense that he got from D'Antonio, D'Antonio. So 
Um, these guys, Steve Kerr has his hands full as far as what he needs to get done going to the other season. We got our 30 seconds left in the show. I, I appreciate you guys uh, calling in, Rich. I saw Lee stopping by. Um, I asked you guys, uh, you know, I'm headed back to Virginia again. I just got back last night, but I'm headed back tonight or tomorrow morning. Uh, pray for my grandfather. Pray for my family back there. My grandfather's passed away. So, um, again, um, again, just I see you guys next week. This is Sports America Sports, Quamalot Sports Talk. I'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.